Quick note, this is a non-sponsored show made by an almost entirely volunteer cast and crew, simply for the fun of it. Also, as a serial fiction podcast, you'll want to start from the beginning. Huh? All right! It's Tony turn to the intros. About time, too. Okay, okay. Don't know why you care so much. You're getting paid by the hour. Anyways, this is Space Buscar 2061. The tales of Tony Chicago and the Wonderfuls. And what? Pretty sure I was there and not you, but okay, fine. I read from the script, even though it's wrong. Huh? Nothing. So, this is Space Busker 2061. The tales of Wild Billy Whitlow and his alleged deliverance of the Earth from mortal peril. Disc 3. The Miseducation of Billy Whitlow. Episode 1. Dog a Dial Rock. There. Good. No, no. Tony Chicago only need one take. Nope. Tony Bill trailer. Ah, damn it. Told this kid a hundred times. We're closed, kid. Come back later. With food. But I need to know how Billy and Lakeford get past the beast of Tanagra. That's not the same kid. Can I get drunk and start teaching another kid or something? What happened to the first one? What's the deal with Billy's dad? Am I, am I going on Tyler Durden but teaching kids music history? There you are, Nesme. Mom's been looking everywhere. Let go of me. You said the smelly record man knows how the story ends. Yes, but we can't go in yet. He gets really angry if you show up early. Have you ever been hit in the face with a freshly microwaved eggs benedict hot pocket? Hey, that you, kid? Uh, yeah? What's the squeaky thing out there with you? Oh, that's just my little sister, Renesme. Sorry, I've been telling her the stories about Billy and she's, uh, she really wants to know what happens with the beast. Well, it's too early and you didn't bring food, so... One large coffee, a sausage biscuit, a blue heart fruit, and two of those weird goo-filled pastries from the Kermigee guy on deck 30. Little girl, you sit here. Other kid, you go grab disc three and try to be more like your sister. My brother said that Lakefoot was scared that the cats would come after Chris. But that doesn't make any sense. If they had only attacked humans that one time and left the rest alone for 12 years, why would he still be scared? Hey, kid. Huh? Did you know your little sister's smarter than you? Yeah. Good. Okay, so at that time, Lakefoot had no idea why the Kets were doing anything they'd done. All he knew was that they had attacked a shuttle, his planet, tried to perform experiments on his daughter after putting his brain back in a robot body, all without clear purpose. I'd imagine the idea of the Kets coming back and attacking tomorrow seemed no less likely than what had already happened. That makes sense, I guess. But then, isn't it risky to start a band and put Chris on stage? This was 12 years later. By that point, the Kett had just been hovering around Earth for over a decade with no new attacks, and even Wakefoot began to drop his guard. I suppose. 
glass. I bet Chris was tired of being locked up and hidden away. Is it this one? It says Wild Billy Whitlow Anthology. Discreet. Oh no, that's actually Kevin Federline's greatest hits. Really? Oh, you know, on second glance, I'm pretty sure that Staff Punk unplugged. Okay, I see what you're doing now, and I don't appreciate- Boy, put it in the player and let's get moving. Girl, hand me a sausage biscuit. Okay, so this one opens with a track called Dogged Isle Rock, which is about Billy and Lakefoot on the run for the beast at Tanagra. This way, this way, Mr. Whitlow. Is this really a time for a surname, Stu? The original plan is not yet lost. We just have to... Oh, shit, that was a close one. Keep moving. And follow me, follow me. If we make it back to the ship and Tony has repaired the power system, we'll be able to salvage the plan. Two minutes, Bob. Two minutes. Head back towards the ship. Two minutes. Just over the hill. Watch out for the rock. It's a plant. No, the rock next to the plant that looks like a root. Watch out for the root. Alright, I'll distract him. Just get up and hurry. Hey, beastie. Hey, you big ugly dog-a-dial looking thing. Yeah, that's right. Just keep your attention on me and not the shiny metal. You know, Lakefoot, I'm starting to think that you should be the one taunting him. Come to think of it, you're probably right. Here, I'll see what I can do. Aha! Would you like a stick, Beastie? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's quite lovely, isn't it? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Mm. You. Yeah. Now fetch! Now, to the ship. Let's hope Tony is ready. The plan is screwed, Lakefoot. The villagers were supposed to be the ones to lure the beast under the cliff. All we had to do was sneak past the thing and plug this reconfigured guitar into the ship's power core and crank up the amps, triggering a landslide. A landslide is supposed to kill him, Lakefoot. So what do you expect to do with no landslide? Have you got a better idea? Look, there's the ship just ahead. I see Tony. Tony! Tony! Tony wrong. I see him. Ship's still broke. Keep running. Seriously? It said needed important security updates. You told us it was working. You're the ones giving updates. Two minutes. Okay, what if we split up? And then what? He can only chase one of us, obviously. If he chases you, the situation isn't any better. You're the one that has to get the guitar back to the ship. It's 50-50, but if you've got any other suggestions... <laughs> I suppose not. Very well. At that tree up ahead, I'll go right, you go left. Got it? I had been planning to go right, but whatever. Then by all means, go right, just do it now! <laughs> You said you were going right! Uh, no, I said I had wanted to before you told me to go left. Fine. Go right now. You don't have to yell at me. Damn it, he's on me. Lakefoot, he's on me. God, Jesus. Okay, ship fixed. Tony, sure this time. Tested it with wires on Tom. Ah! Damn it, Beastie, don't you get tired? Tony! Tony! Over here! Over here! Oh, thank God. Get this guy off me and show me where to plug it in. Oh, no! Ship's still broken. Turns out that feeling just residual batteries. Two more minutes! Then why did you even bother shouting over here? How else I to tell you what's happening? 
Now quiet so Tony can work. Fine, but in two minutes you better be ready. And you just keep that crocodile off Tony workspace. It's dogadile. Lakefoot. Lakefoot, where are you? Over here. Just hold a bit longer. I see cave. Alright, beastie. Now I got some walls around me. You can't flank me or do any of that kung fu style jumping and bouncing off trees you were doing back there. Seriously, that's cheating. Are you still so brave facing me head on? It would appear that you are. Alright. Uh, how about bright lights? I got me a signal flare. Aha! You like that? You like that? Fine. Okay. Maybe, uh, well, there's no cliff or ship-powered amplifier, but let's see if this newly refurbished Lambda can swing you one way or another. I haven't tried any of these switches and things, so yeah, let's, uh... Hmm. Oh! Oh, alright, well, here goes. Damn! Okay, okay, not your style. Just a sec. Lots of buttons and switches here. How about... Oh! Alright, alright. Not a salt and pepper fan. I get it. Switch it up to a bit... Uh, oh, it's got a harpsichord setting. Okay. We're getting somewhere. How about... Ooh, there we go. Beastie likes the banjo, huh? Got beasties sitting here happier than a dead pig in the sunshine. Is that. is that good? I'll put it simple. Beastie here likes the banjo. Hell, any minute he'll drop his head in my lap and nod off. Hey, what happened with the other beast? You said that there are two of them. Oh, yes, well, uh, that, um. that actually turned out to be something more akin to a groundhog, and, uh, when I thought it had gotten me, well, my leg had fallen into its little groundhog hole, so. Simple mistake to make, uh, given the time it's not true. Right, right. Hey, when we talked with Maurice, I don't remember anyone actually saying we had to kill Beastie, right? Well, perhaps 
The word as such was never explicitly... Well, if he's not too busy forking newlyweds, maybe we could come to him with a solution instead of a corpse. He would listen. Though for the record, this is a democracy. They voted in Prima Nocta. Uh, apologies, Billy. I didn't mention the villagers had arrived if I had knew. Yep. Yep. Just one second. Alright, come on, buddy. I know, I know. I bet you could use a scratch around the ears, couldn't you? Couldn't you? Alright, let's head out. He's got a dog gator as a pet. Really? That was way worse than the other two. Seriously. Hey, everybody, this here is... His name's Adrock, and he likes the banjo. Now, now, I know you're used to thinking of old Adrock like a fox in a hen house, but I think you'll find that he's actually... Well, unless you pull his tail, Tony. Accident. Right, well, what I'm getting at here is that I don't think we need to kill old Beastie here, now do we? In fact, I think a big old dogodile... Crocodog! Dogagator! Well, I think he'd make a pretty excellent village guardian, don't you all? You know, I think you may be right. Looks like once you figured him out, he ain't so bad. I think we can call this a job well done. Wibbly! Where's Wibbly? Ah, good. Wibbly, I want you and your boys to start hauling that thruster assembly out this way. A deal is a deal. Oh, and a couple bottles of wine for our friends to take with them. That's quite generous of you. However, even with the thruster assembly, it will take us quite some time to... Uh, um, Mr. Callahan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's a... Uh, Kek. That's a Kek ship. No, 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 no. It can't end like this. We won't give up. I'll tear you apart with my bare. That's Geneva. Yes, the stupid looking one. The dark, who's now bad? I bet. I bet we'll start crying at this unexpected turn of events. That's Chris. You know what? Ha ha ha. Nice. You guys are both assholes. Cry, cry, baby. Do it. So, you cowboys need a lift? Seriously, though, the ugly one with the guitar has to sit in the way back, like he did in his mom's 84 station wagon. Those are cherished childhood memories. Hold on a minute. Why are they in a catch ship? Okay, look, the way stories work, I tell one part, then another. That wasn't the part I was telling yet. It's basic narrative structure, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, basic... Just shut up and pay attention. Fine. Whatever. Can we hear the rest now? I don't know. I think I need to drain the space lizard. Drain the what? You have a space lizard? I read about those. They can live up to 150 space years. No, you don't. Yeah, never mind. I'll be back in a minute. And they eat space roaches. Bring back the lizard. There's no lizard. But you said... Walk it away now. And sometimes space birds. You have to stop acting like such a nerd or he's going to kick us out. No, he's not. He knows I'm paying attention. I've been paying attention for weeks. Oh, have you? Who was the wonderful first singer? The bird Ron guy, the mean one? With the head? Vigo something? 
No, Victor Voldemorticus. Now, when Tom comes back, do you mind repeating that? To show you've been paying attention to. Shut up. No, you shut up. Okay, for the love of Christ, everyone shut up. You, you, either one of you opens your mouth again and I'm done for the day. Got it? Okay, where was I? Cut ship. All right. So after vanishing from Proxima Station, the girls show up at Tanagra with a Keck ship and a story to tell. I don't know where she found that Keck mop, but apparently their mops are like seven feet long and 40 pounds. But she comes running around the corner with this damn mop screaming like a banshee and pow! That's one Keck down, but the mop broke. So when the other Keck turned around, and I swear you could see the shock on his stupid bug face, she comes in with a double-fisted Kirk punch. No, no, it's true. Hold on, I'm not even to the good part. Okay, this is like 90% hyperbole. I stand by every word. You're a badass. Sexy secret badass over here. Okay, so now we're in the cockpit, three dead Kecked, and I'm like, where do the Kecked even keep their keys? This bitch knows exactly where they keep their keys and how to read their consoles. She had us flying within 45 minutes. I can barely read Keck, just some of the most basic- Amazing. Wait, wait, how do you all manage to find us? Oh, Chris located your ship in like five minutes after we, uh, <laughs> once we had a moment to think about how to locate you. The power system on the Albatross gives off a lot of EM noise. Tony say a hundred times, no fixed ship with cheap parts. Tony boss cheapskate. I beg your pardon. Cheapskate. Now look here, aftermarket parts are just as reliable. Tony, relax. Lakefoot's trying his best. Lakefoot, everyone knows it's OEM parts or nothing. Mm. Ladies, continue. Nah, that's pretty much it. Getting here was easy. Ket made a reasonably comfortable ship for an insectoid species. Yeah, I think I'm done for the day. Used up all my allotment of action hero for the whole month. Hey folks, hate to interrupt. We've had some of the guys bring your gear and supplies on over to the Keck ship, and a few more going over its systems. We disabled the tracker, they can't follow it no more, but it was running before, so they probably know you're here now. We should make plans to depart as soon as possible. I'm afraid the Albatross or what remains of her will have to be left behind. We've got the Keck ship as cleaned up as possible. We haven't been able to get the communications working, though. There was some kind of a giant mop thing jammed through the control. Other than that, you can leave now if you'd like. But look, we wanted to thank you all along for helping us with the doggator. Crocodile. So we made you a little going away basket. Some of this year's Roddenberry wine and an assortment of local cheeses and a few road snacks. Ooh, dibs on jerky. And extra jerky. Seriously, folks. Even if you hadn't taken care of the beast situation, having visitors has breathed new life into our whole town. It was our pleasure, truly. All right, everyone. Are we all here? Wonderfuls. Sound off. Wait. Tony, present. Hold on. Chris, present. Since when are we- Geneva, present. Even Geneva is a part of this? When do we start- Then it seems we're ready. Again, Mr. Callahan, I cannot thank you enough for your assistance and generosity. My pleasure. And good luck out there. I gotta say, I almost envy you. It's been years since I've been up there with the stars. I, for one, have spent more than enough time in space. That may be true, Chris, but have you ever considered that perhaps the best place to see the stars is from the stars? Shit.
Space Busker 2061, Episode 7, written and developed by Josh Price, Matt Roth, and Paul Masseri. This episode's cast includes Nat Roth as Tom, Landon Lowe as Trevor, and Isabella Mychek as Renesmee. Dylan Kroll played Billy, and Jay Moses was back as Mr. Lakefoot. But if anyone deserves a little extra mention in the credits this time, it's Paul Masseri, who, in addition to his normal Tony duties, provided every last grunt and growl from the Beast. Mr. Anthony Morantz kindly returned as Maurice. Lisa Stefaniak was, of course, our Geneva, and Kayla Gerace played Chris. Intro and outro guitar by Guy James, with the amazing cave banjo tune by Waz. Sound and editing by Josh Price, mastering by Cedric Yee. Subscriptions and ratings help a lot, so take that extra second before moving to the next episode. On the next very special episode of Space Busker 2061. I knew you would come. You were born for this moment. You are my creation. You will reveal the anti-life equation. You are my son. You are the co-maidor. <laughs>